you on CR Sports. And unfortunately, we don't have Ian with us today, but nevertheless, we will make things pretty interesting. Uh, we've got the Portland Trailblazers, who just went into the uh, to the last game, uh, Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals. Semifinal. What was that? Semifinal. Semifinals, yeah. They're going to the Western Conference Finals. Um, and so Game 7s have been crazy today. Now, uh, yeah, we've got a lot to talk about. I know it's been a while since we've been on here, but let's just go ahead and pick right back up where we were. The uh, the Portland Trailblazers, can we take them seriously? Do they, Do we think that they have a chance to even go to the finals? They're going to get swept. <laughs> get swept. Um, I think Denver matched up better against the Warriors than Portland does. Yeah. Because... That Denver, how Denver was set up, Draymond had to guard Jokic. And I think Jokic could most easily, I won't say most easily, but Jokic could definitely hurt them more than, let's say, you know, like, I don't even know who started for, or Ennis Cantor started at center for the Trailblazers yeah. now that uh, Nurkic is out. So, you know, I just... I don't see um, – maybe Portland steals one game. But I also predicted them to lose in the first round, and look what that's gotten me. So, you know, I would love to see Portland upset the Warriors. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, you know, uh, I completely agree with you on the fact that uh, I think that Denver matched up a lot better with – the Golden State Warriors, uh, and I think the reasons in a lot of ways had to do with Jokic. Uh, Golden State's only real glaring issue right now, I would probably say, is is that um, I don't know who's going to defend the paint, and I think that goes to to that goes into the finals too. If they play against Giannis, I think that's going to be a problem for them as well. I agree. Um, and so Portland has that, and they can also shoot threes. They're they're a balanced offensive basketball team. Or not, sorry, not Portland. Um, um, Denver. Portland Denver. is more so a three-point shooting team. They're kind of. They've always Guard. been. Past five years, they've been just like the Warriors, but they've been a poor man's Golden State Warriors. Now, I actually do think that they they could have a chance. I know that's that's kind of iffy to say, but I do think they could have a chance. And the reason why, oh, really comes down to how long is Kevin Durant going to be out? Right now, it looks like it could be seven to ten days. Um, if that's the case, maybe he misses game one or game two, maybe game three. If he misses three games, I think that can make it an interesting series. You also have the fact that Boogie Cousins might not play this series. He might. Um, so we re- there are a lot of questions that we need to still figure out. And I think that if they just have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and uh, who was it, Andre Iguodala, Andrew Bogut, and Draymond Green, I think that I would still expect them to win. But I would, I would give them, I would say, I would t- I'd put it at six games. I think it could go seven if that were the lineup for the entire series. But that said, I think that you and I are both on agreement. I don't really think that, I don't think the Warriors are going to lose this series. Um, but there's a yeah. chance. So I, I got to give, I, I, you and I are both on the same page. I thought they were going to lose in the first round, the, the Portland Trailblazers to the thunder yeah i was dead wrong about that we both were so 
Yeah. Be uh, dead wrong here too. You know, I'm just gonna say this about the Houston Rockets real quick. Okay. I'm really disappointed in the Houston Rockets because I had a chance to look really, really smart by saying that it would go seven games and you're at home and they don't have Kevin Durant and you blow it. Yeah. But, you know, anyway, different story for a different day. No, you're good. I thought that the Rockets, to me, the Rockets are the same team every year. They're good enough to make it a little bit in the playoffs, but ultimately they they choke uh, and they did it this year. They Going into game six, I know everyone thought that that was a great opportunity for them to expose the Warriors without Kevin Durant. I didn't. I I thought that it would be a great opportunity, but there was a feeling inside of me that said, I could honestly see the Warriors winning this game in game six. Yeah. And it's it's not even necessarily the Warriors. It's, that's just what the Rockets do. I don't trust. <laughs> um, I, exactly. I don't trust James Harden in the yeah, playoffs. James, yeah. And, and their style, once again, Chris Paul was just flopping all over the place. He wasn't getting the calls. As a matter of fact, he was getting in uh, he, at the beginning of the game. He was getting called for some offensive fouls. Yeah, I think yeah. that really set the tone at the beginning. Um, but yeah, no. So I'm a little. I'm not that disappointed in the Rockets, but I guess I'm a little disappointed. I thought that they'd at least maybe make it to Game Seven without mm-hmm. KD. But I don't know. Um, but with that being said, I uh, I know that there's other playoff news that I mean we just saw. The Toronto Raptors win a very clutch game uh, against the 76ers. Buzzer beater from Kawhi Leonard on the baseline. That's his go-to shot. And um, so I guess with that being said, there have been rumors that Brett Brown could get fired if he, uh, if he didn't end up closing out that series with a win. So Hayden, what are your thoughts on Brett Brown and do you think that he deserves to be fired? Yeah, Brett Brown should be gone. Brett Brown should be gone. Um, You look at that 76ers team, and on paper, probably outside of Boston, but I guess, you know, the game isn't won on paper, but outside of Boston in the East, that that team is the the second best on paper. I know they have some spacing issues, and Tobias Harris had a really rough series. Um, and don't even get me started on Ben Simmons. But, um, yeah, Brett Brown should be gone. I mean, in the last two years, they've lost in the Eastern Conference semifinals. Um, I think y'all, y'all, y'all come on here and consider him be the best big man in the NBA right now, right? I would say, yeah. He's also had health issues, but I, I would okay. say he's the best big man, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you have the best big man in the NBA in a lot of people's minds. He's not mine, but I, I, you could see the argument for sure. Um, you have a guard you meet JJ Reddick and Tobias Harris and you can't get past the Eastern Conference semifinals so I think 
unfortunately, someone has to be blamed. Um, and it's not ever going to be the players. It's always put back on the coaches now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to call the uh, Philadelphia 76ers and let them know I'm interested in interviewing for their head coaching job. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think Brett Brown will get fired. I, To be honest with you, though, I don't think that he should. And I think that a lot of that has to do – ever since he got that job with the Philadelphia 76ers, they were trash up until last season. Now, the reason that they weren't good was mostly because they were drafting guys who sat out an entire year. They drafted Joel Embiid, who sat out an entire season. They drafted Ben Simmons, who sat out an entire season. Nerlens Noel sat out an entire season. And and, and it, with, with all of that, they also had a, a logjam at center for the first, I don't know how many years. It might have been the first three or four Long time. And so they were really bad. I'm actually impressed that the 76ers stuck it out with Brett Brown as long as they did because most NBA teams don't have the patience to deal with the coach, even if the management is really the issue, like the Lakers, for example. And we'll get into that. But um, yeah. the my pretty much my opinion is Brett Brown has been considered one of the best coaches, uh, one of the brightest minds in basketball for some years. Um, maybe not one of the brightest, but definitely up there in terms of the brightest. And this season was the first year I really took him seriously, not him, the 76ers. And the reason for that, obviously, they got Jimmy Butler. Uh, they got Tobias Harris. But I think, in my opinion, I think it's it's too much to ask a coach to be able to put that all together midseason. I think that that's something that most coaches would generally struggle with, even with great, great uh, rosters like that. And so for me, I don't necessarily think that you should extend him necessarily, but I think that you could give him one more season, see how he does. I think maybe even firing him, I don't know if that would mess up, mess with uh, maybe bringing Tobias Harris or Jimmy Butler back. Maybe okay. they want to go to a different team. But to me, I think it's a little, I think it's one season too early. If the same thing happens next year, I would say definitely fire him. He had, he's had a full season of an opportunity to, to make do with maybe the greatest the best starting lineup in the league right now besides the Warriors. And yeah. Okay. That's, okay. Yeah. I could, I could, you know, I, I definitely, I definitely see where you're coming from because I do agree. I think coaches get put uh, under a lot of pressure a lot of times when it's not necessarily all their fault. Yeah. Uh, ben Simmons has got to develop some sort of jump shot. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Yeah. That's that's I think their biggest issue is they're they're going to need to develop Ben Simmons or they're going to need to develop well, I don't know if it's developing Joel Embiid, but they'll need to he'll need to work on his conditioning and and they I, might need to manage yeah. his minutes a little bit better. I don't I don't know exactly what goes on to that. Maybe he's just fragile. I don't I have no idea. Um, but they have some question marks going forward. I think Ben Simmons is the bigger question mark, and I know some people have even even question whether they should keep Joel Embiid or not. I'm not going to go there just yet, I'm but not, I think there are a lot of questions about Brown right now, and that's why I think that they should keep him for at least one more season. I think Ben Simmons will be great next season. I think Joel, I think this roster next season will be better. And and if we're talking about Kyrie gone, let's see, Kawhi might go to the West. That's, I think that's that will the be a best, fine. It's the best team on paper in the yeah. East. Yeah, the the only if you could make a, a a fight for that, I guess, would be 
maybe the Knicks if they got Zion. Well, and, oh, yeah. To get Kyrie, Kevin Durant. We don't know if that's going to happen yet or not. But anyway, um, so yeah, that's that's an interesting topic. We will and we'll have more on that actually uh, for anyone who's listening. The uh, draft lottery is coming up in a few days. Yes, and I'm I'm so excited to talk about that. I yeah, really man. am. We've been waiting. This is the one thing I do not like about the NBA. It's the fact that so uh, annoying for an entire off season for many teams. It's not the off season yet, but for most for the lottery teams, we've had. We're gonna have about a month where we just don't know what pick have. I hate that about the name NBA. I absolutely hate that. That's, that's quite actually for, for Mavs fans like me. It's even longer. We have, you know, we knew we weren't gonna make the playoffs for months before this. You know, so um, it was just like we can't take a mock draft seriously. So now it's it, I want to just see who gets what pick and we'll I see agree. who's gonna eye on. But um, anyway, the last topic we have uh, we. We have heard a lot about the Lakers and their coaching search, and now we have an answer. We have, uh, was it Frank Vogel as the head coach going to Los Angeles, and Jason Kidd is actually being hired as an assistant. Now, this is obviously breaking news. Lakers have been looking for a coach for a while. Luke Walton has been in the rumors for getting fired for a while. Hayden, as a LeBron diehard, what do you think about this situation in Los Angeles? Do you like it? Do you... Do not. Let me start by saying this. I am not a huge. I'm not. I don't think I'm on. I'm as high on Ty Lue as a lot of other people are. Um, a lot of Laker chatter was that, you know, Ty Lue was going to be a great hire because, you know, I think he's a good to below or a good to average coach. I don't think he's worth the money that he asked for. But also at the same time, you have to realize there are two coaches in the entire NBA that LeBron will let cuss him out, like Ty Lue did when LeBron was in Cleveland. And it's Ty Lue and Greg Popovich. So if your issue is trying to win next year, you pay Ty Lue what he wants because the guy that you need to have on board, and I'm a LeBron guy, but he's not exactly always the most um, easiest person to coach if he doesn't respect you. Um, I don't know what his relationship is with Frank Vogel. Um, I know that um, LeBron's not happy about the Jason Kidd whole thing. Um, And to be honest, to me, Frank Vogel is just a transition because the Lakers – if the Lakers start 10 and 10 next season, 500, then Frank Vogel will be fired and the, the Lakers will promote Jason Kidd. Do you think that they would? Yeah, yeah. actually, I could see that. I could yeah. see that. Not, maybe not that early, but I could see after a season. Yeah. The, another big thing with Ty Lue not wanting to come is because he knew the Lakers 
front office, more Kurt Rambis, which is a joke in and above itself, but um, is very high on Jason Kidd. Um, so, you know, it's almost kind of a backdoor type thing. Um, in order to become the head coach, the Lakers wanted the head coach to have Jason Kidd on the staff. And I, I mean, you look at Milwaukee, for example, Jason Kidd was in Milwaukee and they were, you know, average Mm. to bad. And Mike Budenholzer's first year there, they're the number one team in the NBA. And they're favored to win the championship. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I'm not a Jason Kidd coach fan at all. I liked him as a player. Don't get me wrong. But, um, yeah, Frank Vogel is a good defensive-minded coach. Um, if they can get a good offensive, you know, assistant in the, on his staff with him, I think it could work well. But I don't think it's going to work well. Yeah, I'm and, of the mindset. Sorry, what were you saying? I think the front office and in itself is a whole another mess. Yeah. I'm of the mindset. So I agree with you. Frank Vogel has been known to be a great defensive coach. Uh, Offensively, his teams haven't really produced that much. But um, when you have a guy like LeBron James and you have an opportunity to maybe add some free agents this summer, Mm -hmm. I think that that could work itself out. Mm-hmm. I'm actually not opposed to Frank Vogel being the coach, and I'm not opposed to Jason Kidd as an assistant. I would have been a little bit opposed to Jason Kidd as a head coach. Mm-hmm. I didn't think Jason Kidd should have ever started off as a head coach for the Nets. Mm-hmm. I don't think that the, the Bucks should have taken him as a head coach. I think that that was way too premature. Guys don't go from being players to coaches immediately. Head coaches, mm-hmm. uh, just like that. that that's not a, a formula for success. Jason Kidd, I think he could be a great coach one day. I think that he should have came out of the NBA, gone to be an assistant like he's going to right now, learned from somebody about coaching specifically, or even just waited until he's older. Maybe guys didn't necessarily take him as serious. Well, uh, yeah. Just a player. That's a theory. I could be wrong. But basically, I think that Jason Kidd as an assistant coach, I'm fine with that. I think that's great. And I think that that's actually good for the future because if they do fire Frank Vogel, Maybe Jason Kidd will have more experience under his belt. Maybe he'll learn some things over the next year or two that help him as a, uh, as a head coach. But right now, I don't have a problem with the hire, um, either of the hires. Like I said, I think that when you have LeBron, the offense generally goes through him anyway. He's going to kind of make things happen. And I think that no matter who the coach is, they're going to need to upgrade the shooters on that team. They're going to need to develop the players that they have, the youth that they have. And even if that happens, I think they might just need another star. There's talks about Kyrie going to the Lakers, which we might get into that tomorrow. Uh, He's apparently interested in potentially going back to teaming up with LeBron. Shocker. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If that happens, take them a little bit more seriously, regardless of whether Luke Walton was there. Uh, or Frank Bogle or Jason Kidd or whoever, just because at least they have the talent. But And and speaking of, of Luke Walton, I think one thing that I, I want to point out, because I haven't heard too much of this just yet, 
I don't think he should have been fired. I didn't think that I it was agree. his deal. 100%. 100%. Yeah. The only issue, the only issue I had with Luke Walton was his rotations at the end of games. Mm. He had a lot of very weird rotations towards the end of games. But I agree 100%. You look at all the injuries on that Lakers team. I'm not saying they would have finished as a third seed, but when everyone was healthy to start the year, they were a third seed. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously the whole trade deadline drama route, some things. And um, I don't think LeBron took Luke Walton very seriously until it was too late. And... But yeah, I agree 100%. I don't I I think Luke Walton should have still had the job in LA and I think Sacramento is going to benefit pretty nicely from his hiring. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think I don't know. I I think Luke Walton could be a good coach wherever he goes next. It could or he is in Sacramento. So anywhere he goes or anywhere he could have gone, Luke Walton, I didn't think that there was a problem with him. The Lakers, everyone knows the management was the problem. They got rid of Magic Johnson, whether it was, you know, secretly because they told him to get out or whether it was because he just wanted to get out. I think that might have saved them some problems. But ultimately, I don't think that you can blame the coach. for Did, did Luke Walton construct that team? No, he didn't. Zach Magic Johnson did, and LeBron Zach. honestly did a little too. Exactly. So I don't think – I think that this is all – I mean, I don't think that they made the worst of it with Frank Vogel and Jason Kidd, but I don't think that this situation needed to happen in the first place. I agree. But, I agree. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. That's really all I've got to say uh, for for really all of those topics. I don't know. Is there anything else you're really wanting to talk about? <laughs> um, no, I think we're going to come back on tomorrow, though, and go over uh, some of the predictions and stuff like that. But, yeah, this was just kind of a – a quick thrown together uh, kind of instant uh, reaction to some of the things that happened. Um, yeah, so yeah. anybody who's uh, his, who's watching this, I'm sure you'll probably be watching this on uh, Monday the 13th. Uh, it's 10 p.m. right now. So uh, if you do listen to this, feel free to listen a little bit later today. We'll probably be talking about yes. Irving and maybe a little bit about what his status is. Uh, we've oh. got predictions coming up, and we might even throw some new, uh, some some more fun conversation in there, kind of just spur of the moment. But today was a little bit of also a spur of the moment, and so uh, thank you for anyone who's listening. For sure. But yeah, so we'll see you tomorrow. Ian also won't be there um, again, but we'll um, he'll be back sometime soon. So, uh, but yeah, thank you to anyone who's listening, and we will be back uh, later. So. Yeah. Thank you.